0: second spot in my fantasy league as well oh. so we should probably probably cover that people are people are probably wanting to know yeah
1: i'm sure people yeah. have been refreshing their podcast feed for that yeah. news only yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Battery Mates. It is Matthew. Do you smell that? Do you smell the the ambiance?
0: What do you, you smell, smell? That you <laughs> smell that victory, son.
1: <laughs> what I'm smelling is well. I'm actually uh, in this, my basement office, so I'm uh, smelling <laughs> uh, a freshly cleaned litter box. Um, which is disgusting but you know a little bit of um aroma <laughs> it's it's smell-o-vision for battery mates listeners um uh, but it's it's lovely down here it's more of a, a like a, a air freshener scent but when you go outside right now which is what i was getting at it smells like fall it smells like autumn and it smells like playoffs um i i Love this time of year. I love this time. I love October. I love, even when my team's not in the playoffs, it's baseball playoffs. It's so much fun. We're we're finally here. Um, and it's, I will say this, it's so much better when your team's season isn't over. Uh, when you, you get to at the end of game 162 and you have more baseball to play. Um, it's, it's a well, lot more, it's a lot more exciting.
0: <clears throat> I am using this year's autumn to watch highlights from youtube of the 2019 season that's what i'll be doing for most of the month i've got to correct you though toby i'm really sorry to do this but yes we are in postseason yes but we are not in the playoffs yet i think we are in the playoffs we are not in the playoffs the wild card the wild card is an entry into the playoffs Playing in a wildcard game is not the playoffs. You are in the postseason, you've made the postseason, but you need to win the wild card to get into the playoffs. But it's a wild card
1: series. It's a best of three. And so I think that's where it becomes playoffs. If division winners can be in the series, it is a playoffs.
0: I don't accept that. And I won't accept that until the nationals make the wild card and then it will be a playoff game. <laughs> but,
1: but, yeah. But nationals, if they the national, so, you know, the Cardinals won their division and, and the Cleveland guardians won their division and we are in the playoffs. You can't have division winners not be in the playoffs. Mm. I think, I think you're getting it. There's, there's a, um, a nomenclature thing here, which I understand. Um, the wild card certainly in, past, in the past might not have been the playoffs. But I think – and maybe they just re- need to rename this round. They need to name yeah. it the, uh, the the coin flip round. <laughs> <'Cause> that's essentially <laughs> what it is. Um, well, I didn't say – you're Matthew. Uh, I'm Toby. Uh, we are uh, right now currently hung up on what to call this series that's about to start tomorrow, uh, or these series. There's there's four of them uh, throughout baseball. And let's just go. Let's start by going around the horn and talk about the playoff picture. I think that's a good place to start. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah, let's go.
1: Um, so the teams are locked, obviously, because
0: the season's <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so can we just can we just can we just note for the for um, for posterity how the new playoff system has kind of like dramatically reduced the chances that there is very much to decide. Towards the end of the season. Like it didn't I mean obviously following the Nationals, I sort of stopped paying attention to who's gonna make the playoffs <laughs> in June. Uh but it just didn't feel like a very exciting run-in.
1: Yeah, it, it the everything was decided Tuesday night, so the game 162 was played with nothing at stake. Um right. that's not that's not entirely true. Um there were there are some like contingencies about who has home field advantage that would come into play if certain things happen later in the playoffs. That were at stake on Tuesday or Wednesday, but for all for in terms of the seating, the initial seating and who makes the playoffs, that was all decided uh, by Tuesday. In fact, most of it was pretty much decided over the weekend. Um, I think the one thing was the 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 Mets and Braves, which was a really just epic series um, and and devastating series. If you're a Mets fan, I think uh, this weekend that decided who won that division. They both won 101 games, and because of the new baseball MLB rules: uh, there are no game 163s. So one's the wild card, and one is the division winner. And uh, so the wild the matchups are set. And uh, the way, if people aren't familiar um, with how the playoffs go this season, the the top two division winners in each league get a bye from this first round of playoffs. Um, the in, in the American League, that's Houston, and it's New York, the Yankees. Um, In the National League, it's the um, Yankees West, Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Atlanta Braves. Um, And so that leaves the wildcard series matchups to be as following. In the American League, it's Seattle at Toronto. Toronto gets the four seed. Seattle is the five seed, so they play all three games, get played in Toronto, um, where they have recently conveniently scrapped those COVID uh, vaccine requirements. So... um, uh, which i don't know how many seattle players are unvaccinated but uh that would have it would have been amazing if that would have come into play for this for the playoffs um and the other series of course near nearer and dearer to my heart is the uh the tampa bay rays at the cleveland guardians all three games being played in cleveland this weekend um uh the winner of the seattle series goes on to play houston the winner of the um cleveland series goes on to play the yanks so matthew let's stop, let's stop there for a second uh, what do you think about the American League wildcard series?
0: I, 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 what I think is I didn't know that all of the games would be, that all of the games are home field advantage. I mm-hmm. didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. That makes sense for a series of three games. So kudos on cutting down <laughs> on the carbon emissions carbon <laughs> to Rob Manfred. But that's, that is like that is a real advantage. That's a significant advantage.
1: Yeah, I think it's more of an advantage than having home field of a one game play in. Um, it's, you know, I, anything can happen. You know, we've we've had, we've been a part of two wild card games or series in the past in 2013 and then in 2020, that COVID season, um, which I'm not even sure if they count those games anymore. Um, but we lost that home. We had a- all three games were play. It would have been played in Cleveland against the Yankees and lost the first two games, and it was over. So anything can happen. It's the- I I call it the coin flip round because I think it is a coin flip, pretty much. Um, three game series in baseball, anybody can
0: can win it. Um, mm, do you have a favorite? Uh, I wouldn't say the Nationals would have much of a chance <laughs> in a three game series against anyone. I don't. I don't have. A- I sort of don't have a, a favorite. I mean. I like Seattle and uh I used to not like Tampa in any way whatsoever but um I will now work with someone who is um former chief of staff to the mayor of Tampa so I kind of have a, a slight interest there but they're playing Cleveland so you know what what are you gonna do um <laughs> I kind of I don't really feel like I've got a choice
1: yeah I think it's yeah I mean I don't have a choice either um <laughs> <laughs> the Seattle uh, Toronto series uh, Toronto most people might not most battery listeners probably don't know this but Toronto was really my like second favorite team growing up when I was because my my favorite player ended up on the Blue Jays um, Joe Carter um, and so it was it, you know I I don't know when I stopped kind of feeling warm feelings for the Blue Jays but it, it was several years ago now and Seattle is so much fun they're such a fun team um Julio Rodriguez is like legitimately a the, the, could be the face of baseball. Um I don't know. The, the thing about the wild card teams in the American League is they're all pretty evenly matched. They're it's like it they're all they all have some flaws, but they all have they all have you know really solid teams. They all won around like 89 to 92 games. Um it's it's really interesting. Um so that's the American League. So in the National League we have uh, Philadelphia is playing at St. Louis. Uh, the winner is uh, goes on to play Atlanta, and then in uh, the the fourth series, um, we have San Diego playing the Mets in New York, and the winner goes on to play the Dodgers. I mean, that's such a brutal. You get to win to go play the Dodgers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy,
0: um, this is a this is a tough one for me because I don't I I whatever happens I don't want the Phillies to win the World Series. And I don't want the Cardinals to win the World Series. And I would really if the Mets didn't go anywhere. And the San Diego Padres took most of our good things (coughs) that made us happy in our lives away from us during the course of this year. So I don't know how the National League could possibly have no teams progressing. Uh, And obviously, you know, the Dodgers and Atlanta are already through and they are literally my two least favorite uh, National League teams. So... (laughs) <laughs> it's not a, it's not a very national league uh, friendly um, postseason for me. I, I, do you know what though? In in my sort of sporting football, particularly culture growing up, if a player left your team, they were like dead to you. That was it. You you booed them every single time. And really, almost no matter who they were, they didn't need to do anything, say anything. Just the act of leaving was they were just dead to you. And so it feels very alien, a really alien sort of counterintuitive feeling for me. But I really want San Diego to go all the way. I really want Juan Soto to get another ring. I really love him and I love Josh Bell and I want them to be happy. <laughs> and it just like, runs it runs against my upbringing to say that. <laughs> and I don't really know how to handle that at the moment, but that's how I feel about, um, about these. I mean, obviously, I think it goes without saying that. Um, the Padres have just not managed to explode in the way that the trade deadline signings meant they should have. The Mets are absolutely stacked, and I, I just I think the Mets are, are quite clearly going to go through and give the Dodgers a run for their money because you know the Dodgers obviously had an incredible season, but this is postseason now, so they are <laughs> shit. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's postseason, and there are fans in the stands, so they can't possibly win. <laughs> um, that's really, that's, that's, I think that's really uh, interesting, the, the Juan Soto, Josh Bell. I mean, there are, first of all, every team in the postseason, except for maybe the Yankees. and i got to think about that. There probably are former Clevelands on the Yankees. But every team has former Cleveland players that I would feel, I would feel good about um, if they got a chance to win. Yeah, Houston and the Yankees, I think, are the two teams that don't have any former Cleveland players. Um, and maybe the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know. Regardless, they're easy teams to root for if Cleveland gets knocked out. For me, at least. Um, so I, I don't. We don't need to make predictions. Let's wait to the next round before we start making predictions because, you know, my my the best case scenario for me is um, Seattle at Cleveland in the ALCS. That would be wonderful. Um, a rehash of the '95 ALCS. Um, and uh, I think, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in the National League, and that's certainly not what I think is going to happen in the American League. But so let's let's move on because. There's a lot, of, like I said. There's four coin flips to happen here before you get any anywhere farther in the playoffs. Uh, one, one quick thing, uh, an update on the postseason, the preseason prediction contest. Uh, Thirty-eight predictors have already had one of their pennant winners eliminated, <laughs> and most, the most common one was the White Sox, uh, which they just really shit the bed this year, um, just really shit the bed. <laughs> I mean, I can't even. Uh, but the um, let's move on and talk about the thing I think a lot of baseball fans are talking about right now, which is Aaron judge hit his sexy, sexy, sexy,
0: sexy, Aaron judge, sexy Aaron judge hit his 60 his second weapon.
1: <laughs> hit his 60 second home run, uh, on Tuesday and, uh, set the American league home run record. That is the part that no one's disputing. Um, and with it, <laughs> you know with it we're here we're getting a lot of uh chirping from otherwise prestigious major league baseball journalists and writers uh about how this is the real record
0: and i just once respected uh, once respected pundits
1: i just can't i just can't matthew i i think they're trying to make me lose my mind i i don't know what's happening here but it just seems like people have lost it i what what is your take on this from afar here you're 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 you know Following this fairly lo- more loosely than those of us in the states.
0: Yeah, I am um, from afar, the wrong league, uh the wrong team, and games being played in the middle of the night for me. um And I don't have to get up in the night with my kids anymore. So I haven't been following it as closely. You know, look, it kind of it kind of grinds my gears a little bit. I think this would be different if it was kind of fans saying it. Yeah. If this was like. Uh, kind of fan banter and um, you know, debate amongst amongst um, fans. But for the for like um, wasn't like Jeff Passan one of the people that that came out with uh, pa- uh, Passan like, was like it's Bonds. <clears throat>
1: Passan was like this is not, there's nothing to debate. Okay, with. okay.
0: Yeah. I I apologize. It's Verducci apologize and John Jeff Heyman Passon. are the
1: two big ones.
0: John Heyman is who I was thinking of and frankly they do look pretty alike, so you can forgive my uh, mistake. It, it's it's a nonsense. It's a nonsense. Either those games count or they don't. You can't you can't just kind of go back in time and say we're we're rewriting these records. I just think that's the wrong thing to do. And you know, like I I kind of Peds are bad and don't do drugs. <laughs> but we should just acknowledge that mlb did not enforce the rules on anyone and there was a period of time where it just wasn't a thing and everybody <laughs> in a way because everyone was taking peds it was just like it was fair uh, so yeah. i just i just think and there are some people now who say you know why why uh why have any of these rules i i i just think it's really unpleasant i think it's unpleasant <laughs> and and i think it demeans the people saying it you know yeah. you can celebrate aaron judge you can celebrate aaron judge without making it about barry bonds
1: yes that's that, to me if i was a aaron judge supporter um uh sexy aaron judge supporter i i, I would be upset about like he, he had 62 home runs this season he led the, the, all of Major League Baseball and, and runs batted in. And he almost won. He was, I think he finished second in batting average in the American League. He almost won the Triple, triple Crown with 62 home runs. That's one of the most phenomenal offensive seasons in history. Um, and uh, honestly, like that to me <clears throat> is it doesn't need to have the home run record tacked onto it to, for it to be incredible. Um, and say what you will, I mean, like, the fact that there's a debate about the American league MVP, like, cause that's how good Shohei Otani is. That's how unique he is. Um, I think it'll go to judge, but, and it probably should, but, um, cause, but the, the, the this drop, you know, what Heyman said, uh, so R- R- said this, this was the sports Illustrated tweet, um, that really set me off. <clears throat> Barry Buns Barry Buns, <laughs> what is going on with me? Barry Bonds is the official home run record. Uh, sorry. Barry Bonds, Bonds is the official home run champion. Aaron Judge is the authentic champion. One has the official designation; the other is unofficial but has the prestige of authenticity. Which would you rather have, Thinky Face? So, just get the fuck out of here with that. Like, what does that even mean? The uh, the official home run run record versus the authentic record. Um, I guess like, uh Shakia Taylor is the sports editor for Chicago Tribune. She's a Cleveland native, too. And she put it uh, really well, I think. She says she, she made a point of saying that, um, you know, you don't have to like history. Like, there are a lot of things that happen in history that we don't like. Uh, and so, you know, we want to cling to the, she said, we want to cling to the idea that our heroes in sports we love should be without fault, but that's just not the case. The real record is 73. Bonds and others will have to live with their decisions, and to a certain degree, so will the rest of us. History and the record books will continue to tell the story. Yeah, it, this this whole thing, it's it just like we can't go through and cherry pick the things we don't like about history and decide they're no longer valid. Like, th- th- like I, I just say what you will about Barry Bonds and whether he cheated and, you know, whether you should be mad at Bud Selig because he let it happen. I mean, they, they knew it was happening. They let it happen. They made I a knew. lot of money. They knew yeah, and they made a lot of money letting it happen. And, and now that Rob Manfred's out there saying, well, I think we should leave it up to the fans to decide which record is legit. I don't know why. That's not his, that's not his accent. But I, I don't know why I went there. But I wanna, he says, leave it up to the fans to decide which record is legit. And, and I want to say, fuck no, Rob. Your job. You're the commissioner. Literally, the commissioner was created to stop cheating to stop people from breaking the rules, to set rules so the game was fair. That's why the commissioner's role was created. And so this idea that, oh, it's not up to me, it's like, actually, it fucking is. But, and you've made your choice. The, Major League Baseball, there's no these asterisk things, on Barry Bonds. There's no asterisk. This things, is the rule.
0: These things are recorded officially. Yeah, yes. They are recorded officially. So to say, oh, well, it's up to the fan. What, are you going to put it to a vote? <laughs> are you, it, because because right now, it is. you, you have decided who is the... Uh, you know who hold, who holds that record yeah what you're saying is i don't want to talk about it
1: right 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 and and i think that's an artful way to to not talk about it but so the, the other thing about this is there are people who want to say okay bonds record's gone it's it, it never should have counted in the first place he was he was roided up right and i i guess my my big problem is like you said we don't know the effect of steroids we don't know how many people were using them. We suspect it was pretty widespread. And uh, and until we start talking about vacating all of the records from back then, all of the games played back then, and by the way, Yankees fans, all of those championships you won during <laughs> PEDs, until we start talking about that, just leave me, leave me out of this. Because if you're not serious about actually getting rid of history, the history there because it was too tainted, and, and yeah, I, anyway, I, I think the most understandable person who's like holding tight to this real record nonsense is um, Roger Maris's kid, who like understandably, you know, it's his, it's his dad, right? Uh, you know, what I find really, I don't know, ironic is that Major League Baseball spent 30 years putting an asterisk on Roger Maris's record because... He hit sixty-one home runs in a longer season than Babe Ruth hit sixty, and they did the right thing eventually and removed the asterisk. And but the Maris family lived with that, like, you know, I, it's just weird now that they're going back and saying like, "Oh, the Bonds record has an asterisk on it." Um,
0: Do you know what though? You've said one thing, and I know, I know, we need to take a word from our sponsor, but I just, I, I'm, I, you might have changed my mind on this ooh. inadvertently the the idea that if we were to go back and remove barry bonds from the record books we would also remove the world series championships from the yankees (laughs) I, i mean i don't i think maybe we do need to clean up the record books and and I think that's I think that's a compelling case. I think that's a compelling case.
1: That's that, that. should be our campaign for 2023. Remove all the records from the 90s and early 2000s. Get just yeah
0: purge them. Baseball, didn't, baseball the record. didn't happen. <laughs> baseball didn't happen for
1: 14 and a half years. Just I mean, not fair. Baseball. There was no baseball. It was tainted. All of it was tainted. Uh, on that note, speaking of taints, uh, let's take a word from our sponsor. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by Caesar's Sportsbook beautiful thing about betting on baseball is that anything can happen on a daily basis. The best teams lose about 60 games a year. The worst teams win 60 games a year. On any given day, it's anyone's guess, which is what makes betting on baseball so fun and so lucrative for us, Caesar Sportsbook. We convince morons to bet on baseball every single day, even though it's pretty much a coin flip, and listen to the cash machines go burr. But you're not a moron, are you? You listen to this podcast, so you must have something good going on up there in the old noggin. So come on down. Put these idiots to shame by betting on baseball, you know, but smartly. Betting on baseball is the kind of thing that got people banned for life. But it just might work for you.
0: Sounds like a sure thing to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just love how much, you know, we're getting gambling into pretty much every aspect of, of baseball and, and professional sports. It's just so refreshing, you know?
0: <laughs> so refreshing. It, it brings me back to uh, my childhood. Your um uh uh my uh well, my team and your team in the English Football Leagues Championship, Norwich City have just signed an NFT deal. Um oh. which is glorified gambling and uh, a sign of real shame there's a there's a bit of a conspiracy theory going around because this nft company recently signed a deal with the milwaukee brewers so there's a sense that uh maybe our new american overlords (laughs) are forcing us into all kinds of stupid shit um but we'll see that sounds
1: awfully non-fungible to me (laughs)
0: <laughs> let's not let's not go down the fungibility uh, <laughs> train again. Last time we got into all kinds of trouble. Um, still got letters coming in from the SEC about that uh, little rant we went on. Uh, fungible letters, I should be uh, should be very clear about. <laughs> should we should we talk about? Yeah, well, that's a bad phrase. Cut that out. <clears throat> let's talk about who's watching baseball.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to tokenize anyone um but are young people watching baseball again um there's some evidence uh that that yes that maybe maybe the baseball isn't as old as we think um majorlybaseball.com uh a very reputable writer anthony castermans um just put out an article uh picking out a few grains of salt so, suggesting that maybe uh that young people are back and baseball is 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 for the youths again um most of this, the stats are about social media, and and the majority, the vast majority of followers on like Instagram are under thirty five, and Twitter and Facebook, it's all on, all fans under twenty five. Which I guess the only one that really surprises me there is Facebook, but um, yeah, I mean that's interesting. It's certainly not proof, um, but it's 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 evidence of something. Um, I think the most the, the most interesting thing to me is the average age of MLB TV subscribers. Has fallen from forty-eight to forty-four over the last four seasons. To, to me, that you wouldn't expect that number to go down if, if the baseball, if if baseball was just a, an aging, uh, about to be all bunch of grandparents sport. Um, so, and then of course, uh, I didn't know this, but Major League Baseball has more attendees in the twelve to seventeen age group than any other major pro sports leagues. Um, so that's
0: good. I I. Um... I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going on with the um, the viewing figures. I think it's interesting, like this phenomenon where the num- the number of young people who are watching like full games is is one thing, but the number of people who they just want to watch the the TikTok, they just want to watch the reel. Like they've now integrated uh, Instagram Reels. Or Instagram stories into the MLB app, yeah. you can watch the story of the game, and I just think I I wonder what that's going to do to the game over time as as, as people like, you know, they watch on 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 a story or they watch on a TikTok and they come to a game and they're like, wait a minute, this is not four minutes long this entire game. Why has why is why what is a ball this guy? <laughs> I've never seen that before. I don't know. I mean, I think that's going to be interesting. Um, and there's similar similar things happening in, in 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 other sports as well. The other thing that I find really fascinating is um, the number of uh, younger attendees at at games, because you know the 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 uh, pace of play, uh, curmudgeons are always saying that you know you can't get young people to games. So the fact that that's going up, it, there must be something going on there. And I think the thing that's going on there is the work that we've all done to ensure that young people get handed a foul ball or a Ah. home run ball by the grown up who catches it. And that culture and the fact that if you're young, you've got a bigger chance of getting a ball, even if you don't catch it yourself because a grown up will give it to you, must must be a huge part of this. And I think that we at Battery Mates, we're not the only ones been talking about this, but I think we can claim our stake of the credit um, for for this really encouraging number,
1: I think we're the first and the loudest, and probably the most conflicted about that controversy. Um, th- but <laughs> yeah, I think that I think we get credit for that. Um, and just we, you know, wherever we go, uh, young people tend to follow. It's just something that you know has afflicted us individually uh, for you know for years. Um, just we're just very hip. Uh, what what can we say? <laughs>
0: Um, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about our kids following us around, <laughs> being annoying. Well, oh yeah, no, I, I I keep little like you know beef
1: sticks in my pocket for the kids in the neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> they call me Beef Sticks Fallsgraph. Um, I don't, where, I don't know what's going on.
0: I, um, I, I think you should cut this bit out and not put it on the internet. Just FYI. <laughs> I mean, you 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 said it. You take the choice. But anyway. Oh, but speaking so of we, shorter we, games... <laughs> we've, got, we've got seven minutes to talk about shorter games.
1: Yeah, well, this, the good news is they, the pitch clocks and the, the band shifts and the new rules coming into play next season. Um, pitch clocks, I, I don't know how this is going to be implemented, honestly, watching some of these games, but uh, apparently it went well in the minor leagues. The, the study that just came out says that the pitch clocks cut 25 minutes off average game times... Uh, they went down from three three hours and three minutes last season to two hours and thirty-eight minutes on average in the minor leagues. That's pretty. That's short. That's that's crisp. That's a crisp pace.
0: That that is. I um look, I would love to see that in the major leagues as well, but I've always uh, so I've I've watched some of the, the some of the stuff about this, and I I really don't think it's going to make a huge difference personally, uh in the major yeah. leagues. And mm-hmm. I will say why. Number one the stuff i've read is suggests that the number of pitchers who systematically take longer than the pitch clock will allow like on a very consens- cons- cons- consistent all game basis is actually quite it's actually quite rare mm. um and so the time we're talking about is not going to be huge that's not to say it's a bad idea keep people moving along totally fine the difference between the major leagues and the minor leagues is is uh commercial breaks
1: yes
0: i've mm. always i've always thought that the pace of play in Major League Baseball is about commercial, <coughs> commercial breaks and the uh, bullpen. Yeah, yeah. Those are the two things. Major League Baseball will never fix the commercial break problem. Yeah. Because and, it will cost them issues your amount of money.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know we're talking. You you kind of put your finger on it. It's it's there. the The rule is fifteen seconds between pitches with no runners on base, and twenty seconds with runners on. The average with no one on is 20 and a half seconds. So it's a five and a half second shave off every pitch. Uh, and then it's about seven seconds shaved off of, with, with runners on. So yeah, you're, you're talking about, it's not going to be, I can't imagine it's 25 minutes off of game times, but we'll see. Um, I think you're right that the, the two and a half minute commercial breaks is the, the, the real culprit there. The other rule change that's going into effect is the shift rule, which is, um, you know, this has been long been rumored, but it's finally official Uh, When a pitch is thrown, two infielders must be standing on each side of second base, and all four infielders must have both feet on the dirt while the pitcher is on the rubber. Um, It's it's funny that uh, one of the stories that came out after this rule was announced is that the dirt isn't like... The, where the dirt is isn't official in Major League. It's not like a once like standing rule that applies to all ballparks. It's like kind of like free form, <laughs> which kind of complicates this rule. But um, apparently they're gonna try to regulate that over time. Um, and then the, one of the things I saw is that the speculation that they may see baseball teams put infielders in motion, and so they have like a second baseman will will have uh, like be kind of jogging over towards second base to the other side of second base and then not cross it until after the pitch is thrown, but then be on that side in case the ground ball is hit that way. I, I find that very hard to believe, having played baseball. I just can't imagine putting all your momentum in one direction. Uh, that doesn't help you.
0: <laughs> that, that that sounds like the stupidest idea ever. I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't play baseball when I was growing up. I played cricket, and we were, we were taught to, as the bowler runs in to – Bowl, bowl the ball we call it in cricket you have to walk forward so yes. you are you're on your toes yeah but never left or right just forward yes because if you're moving left you can't you know just you're gonna get players like not able to get back to their left if they're moving right and vice versa it's just like that's just like a goofy journalist thing the dirt is fascinating though that is absolutely fascinating yeah i had no idea i just i've just always assumed that that was like an official layout and it has to go like a certain circumference and everything else. That is really interesting.
1: Yeah. Apparently they're before next season, they're going to have it be within a range. It can't be more than like a foot different, but yeah, I, that's interesting. Um, and I'm sure this wall, we're going to see teams who experiment with like five, bringing an outfielder in the infield, etc. Um, I, that, you'll see that, but I, I don't know. I don't love the shift rule, but now that it's happening, I'm curious to see how it plays out. Um, before we wrap, I want to do one quick thing on behalf of the Cleveland Guardians. Um, because it's baseball season or playoff season and we're anything can happen. And, you know, this very likely could be the last episode we do before the Guardians are out of it. And so um, I want to encourage, uh, we talked last episode about how the Guardians play a disgusting ba- brand of baseball. That's a, that's a quote from uh, an opposing team's fan base. Um, and, you know, it's built on lockdown pitching and not striking out and the batter's not striking out and contact hitting and spraying the ball all around and speed on the base paths and playing good to great defense and having maybe one of the best closers in the game. And it's just like playing baseball, uh, a very, it's, it's novel because it's not novel, but it's no one does it anymore. Um, it's just the way baseball it's, it's not hit the ball over the fence, uh, to score all the runs, uh, type of baseball. Um, and some people don't like that, but that's okay. We're here. We're in the playoffs. We Last time we talked, I was super nervous about what was going to happen in the, the rundown to who's going to win the division. And we just demolished the Twins and White Sox in September. We went 10-2 and two against them. And we won the division with 13 days to spare, Matthew. Oh, sorry. 10 days to spare. 10 days to spare. Um, and that's just crazy. Uh, and I want to say a couple things to the naysayers. Um, there are fans of other teams still trying to rub it in our faces that we're like, not going to go anywhere in the playoffs. And it's, I just think that's hilarious because we're already in the, we're already there. Like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? (laughs) Too late. Um, And then don't you think we know that like, we're not supposed to go anywhere in the playoffs. We weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. Like Vegas has 76 and a half wins. And, uh, I don't think any sports writer in America had us finishing higher than third place. So, uh, maybe one had us in second, but not even Cleveland writers expected us to be, to win the division by 10 or 11 games like we did. Um, so anyway, I, 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 I let me make an appeal to, um, guardians or to better nation that it's time to get behind the guardians. If your team isn't in it, and if your team is in it, maybe this is the guardians can be your second team. Um, uh, and you know, let's be honest; they're playing the Rays this, this weekend. No Rays fans exist, so they, and they don't listen to our program, even if they do. Um, but I think if, if one motivation alone, uh, there are Cleveland sports fans who, let's be honest, they're not baseball fans. They're not; they're just Cleveland sports fans. They're probably they root for a team that's owned by a criminal. Um, they they uh, are still butt hurt over the name change, and they they like to make a big stink out of low attendance this season and they're they're gonna if when the guardians lose in the playoffs if and when i guess they are going to jump all over it and say see we told you they're they they never they, they can't go anywhere in the playoffs they choke or whatever and it's like those people are idiots first of all but those are the people you should be thinking about when you're deciding to root for, whether to root for or against the guardians because those are the people who will be shut up by the fact the guardians play really well this october or just play fun and and have fun and look fun. Um, and if they make a, a little run, that that's even better. But I think, uh, you know, it, this is a team that I won't it won't it won't let you down in terms of uh, entertainment value. That I'll say it that way. Um, so, yeah, I I think um, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that for now. You never know when you'll get back, so let's do this.
0: You said you were going to make the case for the Guardians before we before we started recording, and I, I was expecting a sort of a soaring uh, uh, soliloquy that you could put some uh, patriotic music behind. But <laughs> honestly, that 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 sounded borderline like uh, uh, a preparatory concession speech. Uh, <laughs> in the way that you... <laughs> I want I want Cleveland to go a long way, hopefully all the way there. My team in this playoffs even uh, the the um, slim pickings to choose from. Um, But I've got to say, Toby, you don't sound confident. Well,
1: well, I think we're not confident because, you know, we won 92 games and there are a lot of teams. There are four teams that won a lot, five teams that won a lot more than that. Um, But, you know, I I think the thing about Cleveland and this, this team is they are almost always in the game and they have a, they've won 20 29 games in their last at bat it's it's like super i you know i can't even tell you they're just like they somehow seem to hang with the the good teams and play well and i don't know uh don't is it's mike hattery is a baseball writer uh, was a cleveland writer who um you know it says that they're you know they don't strike you they strike you out a ton they're not going to give up free passes they're going to try a, uh, they're going to apply a ton of pressure um, for Major League Baseball, do not be surprised if they punch above their weight, um, or they out their weight, is what he said. But yeah, I don't know; it could happen. Um, I don't expect it to, but uh, you know, no one expected the Cleveland baseball team in 2016 to go to the seventh game of the World Series. So crazier things have happened.
0: Let's let's hope they go further this year and go to the eighth game. <laughs> that'd, that'd be awesome. All right, well, let's track it. We'll uh, see you next time on Battery Mates for uh, Toby giving us a rundown of why they didn't make it to <laughs> the proper playoffs. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, how are you preparing for the uh, for the game?
1: I, I literally um, right after this, right after we're done, um, I am going to uh, strip completely naked and go outside and check some balls. Check those balls. In the National League we have uh, Philadelphia at San Diego, and this isn't, right? <laughs> this isn't right. I don't think that's right. Hold on one second. Um, I believe San Diego's playing the Mets in New York. Hold on.
0: One moment. We can edit this out and uh... Uh,
1: yeah, San Diego is playing New York so. in the National League, <laughs> we have San Diego at New York Mets um, and the winner goes on to play L.A. Is that right? Hold on. (laughs) Yes, that's right. San Diego is (laughs) at Mets, and they are going to play. Sorry, just fixing fixing this in our notes. Um, And then St. Louis uh, is playing. Oh, no. So San Diego is playing at Mets, and then there's got to be another team here. I've lost the fourth team. Wait, what's – I have San Diego at San Diego. That's not right something at st louis braves are already through braves are through uh phillies phillies at st louis
0: no you had them before you deleted them out yeah okay start again
1: okay